Hello and welcome to Radio IAGP. My name is Implausibly Josh, and thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get to the emails, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the games I've been playing. And really the only difference between trying to catch all 400 Pokemon in Sword, and I think I played a little bit of Just Cause last week. This week it's been Stellaris. I watched someone uh, play uh, a Pokemon YouTuber that I watch sometimes. They have a series where they play um, Stellaris and... I don't know, watching that really made me feel like I should give that game another shot. Uh, I've never beaten it. I've never... T- it's like Civilization. I've almost never... Well, with Civilization, I have like maybe once or twice taken a game like to its full conclusion. It's just... I normally play for like, I don't know, three hours and then put the game away. And then I can never return back to it because I, I've forgotten all of the strategy I've built up, built up for that whole you know, three hours that I played. So it's the same thing with Solaris. I'm just like, oh, I'm lost. I haven't touched this game in like weeks. Oopsies. I played a little bit of Solaris. I played like two different human-based aliens and, or human-ish, humanoid aliens, excuse me. That's the word I was looking for. And that was all right. I had fun with that. Solaris is a good game. I wish that I had more of a mental, uh, mental capacity for those types of, uh, what are they? Grand strategy, exploration, the four X games, whatever, whatever those games are called. I'm um, I wish I had more of a mental capacity for them. All right, so now let's get on to the questions. Uh, you can email in at fanmail at implausiblyaverage.live, or you can go to bit.ly/radioiagp, capital R, capital IAGP. I'm pretty sure Bitly is uh, capital sensitive or uppercase lowercase sensitive, so I don't know. Be safe out there. Anyways, our first question comes from Brian, who asks, Do you see VR games getting to a point where they're more than just a fad to fill empty mall space? Uh, I think this is a really good question, and I think that it will get there. I think that the thing that needs to happen is the same thing that happened with um, home consoles, which is that there needs to be more of a VR arcade space, right? Like, the thing that needs to happen... Like, there should never have been a push for home VR this early, I don't think, because who has the space for home VR? You know, I don't have a house, I have an apartment, and my apartment has to be my streaming space, it has to be my work from home office, has to be a lot of stuff, on top of like, you know, being the place I generally live in, so where am I going to fit my VR room, you know, where am I going to do the life, the, the room scale VR, you know, even then, I feel like it's weird to just sit in your house with the headset on right but i feel like if we had been introduced to vr as a an arcade experience with you know vr arcades being a big big deal where you can go to a place experience room scale vr you know you pay them five bucks and then they i don't know let you do whatever they let you play it doesn't even have to be like the games that we have now right like i think that they should have been making games to appeal to an arcade experience from the get-go that then sells you on having VR at home, you know? And I think that's really the thing is that how many people have actually tried a headset? Like, I am, I wouldn't call myself a capital G gamer, but uh, I host this podcast, you know? And I haven't, I have not had but one, I've not had a single, uh, what is it? I've not had a single headset on, you know? I've never, I've not tried the the Vive, I've not tried the Oculus Rift, I've not tried even those weird ones where you just put your cell phone in a thing, I haven't tried that 
uh, Nintendo lab, the Slabo VR kit. None of that stuff. I haven't had a chance to play with a VR headset, you know? The one GameStop that was nearby that had some room for a VR space has now put more shirts down in that space. I guess they weren't getting enough people trying it out. So I don't know. Like, I'm not sold on. I even have a PS4 Pro, and I don't think that there's any reason for me to get it. You know, I don't have a reason to get PSVR. I don't, I just don't see what the appeal is. There's like one game maybe that I want to try, which is Dreams. And that's it. That's the only game I want to play. I don't know why I would buy a whole headset for one game, you know, with, you know, when you buy like a console, for instance, like, let's say you, you buy the Switch when it comes out day one, you know, you're buying it because you know that Nintendo is going to make more games, even if maybe the only game that you want at the time is, let's say, like Odyssey or, you know, Breath Breath of the Wild. You know, look, those are the only games you want that day when you go into the store to buy your Switch. But you know more coming from developers you trust. But I don't have any developers I trust on a PSVR. I don't have any promise of good games, even, you know, especially watching people play them and seeing that most of it's just on-rail shooters and dreams is like maybe the biggest thing to break the mold outside of like tilt brush or something or that weird music making application like that's it and there's no promise no one has uh, and this goes back to the arcade thing is that i think that if this has been done as an arcade thing from the start and not trying to put people into their gated community headsets right from the get-go then we would have had more developers attempting to make interesting games for VR as a medium, as opposed to a headset specifically. So I think once we get to a point where people are just developing for the medium and not for the headset, then we will see more adoption. And once we get those VR headsets more out there in a more interesting case, I think that will, or interesting case isn't the right phrase. It's like, once it's more readily available, once those headsets are more readily available and you can um, go anywhere and, you know, pay five bucks and you can have a really cool VR experience, then you will be able to make VR a more marketable thing, a, more, a thing that people will actually try and get their hands on. As of right now, even someone who, I, I like I said, I'm genuinely interested in VR and there's so many experiences in VR that I really want to try out. But I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not, I don't, I have a technically VR ready uh, PC, but I don't want to buy a headset. I don't want to spend all that money and then have to worry about upgrading it and all that stuff. Like that's just a pain. So maybe if I had been really hooked by a VR game in an arcade or something like that, maybe, just maybe I could convince myself to pick up a game or pick up a headset. But as it stands right now, there's no way uh, it, they just have to have more and not even more marketing. They just have to have more headsets available in a, in a way where you're not having to spend hundreds of dollars to commit to a headset. You can just go into a place, play a VR game, and that's it. All right. Next question comes from Jacob at the tactile Pope on Twitter. And they ask if a triple A studio were to make a game starring the flash, a la insomniac Spider-Man, what would you want to see? Which Flash would it focus on? Should it focus on, excuse me? And who would you cast to voice them? Hmm, this is a good question. So if a AAA studio were to make a game starring the Flash, um, 
I think that the big thing that they should focus on is obviously the speed, which is like kind of obvious, but I think a lot of times the speed is destructive in in video games where you have stuff like that. Like if you're going super fast, like you think about um like running really fast in like the newer Saints Row games, right? Like you're just like kind of knocking things around and causing a big causing a lot of chaos, which isn't what a superhero would do, right? It's not what the Flash would do. So I think that making sure that the speed feels fun and doesn't feel out of character, I think is going to be the big push and the big thing that they need to do with a Flash game. Um, My idea would be to basically make yourself, basically make the speed increase come from the perspective of the Flash, right? Like, if you if you watch the CW show or even in the comics and stuff too, you know, there's the concept of like flash time where basically like things and in, in general, things don't go faster for thing for him because speed is relative. He's he's things are going slower around him and that's how he, you know, can cover great distances and stuff. And, you know, I think that's the thing you'd want to do is you slow down everything else quite a bit, you know, especially in combat, right? Like you slow down everything else you know, drastically depending on how powerful you want him to be in the game. And then he, and then the Flash moves, you know, a little bit faster, you know, enough where you still feel like you have a ton of control over him, but not enough where you feel like if you tilt your stick in one way, he's just going to run into a wall and that's it. (laughs) You're done. Like, that's, I think, the big thing that you need to focus on. Um, And I think almost like having a super hot style replay mode would be another thing. Like, you know, the the Flash may be in the moment, like in your moment-to-moment like combat or traversal or anything like that in a video game, maybe wouldn't feel so fast. Um, maybe feel like, again, like everything else is very slow, which doesn't necessarily impart that speed to you as the player. So I think having some form of like replay mode, like, oh, you finish a mission with a combat room or whatever, like in Spider-Man, like think about the, uh, the like bases you take over or whatever. Like, you go in, you clean out a bunch of waves of enemies. I feel like every wave, let's say, you you do it as the Flash, right? You do your cool stuff. Um, I think, uh, speaking of uh, combat, I think combat should be a little bit more, like, character action-y than maybe some of the current... It, it should be, feel more like a character action game and less like a Batman Arkham game. Um, anyways, so you clear out a wave of enemies in an area, and then at the end of that... I think that you should get a quick like what did the thugs see like a uh, like a bird's eye view of like the flash just like blurring around <laughs> like becoming this like red streak of destruction <laughs> to these you know criminals or whatever whoever's coming up to them dudes with guns as it is in these games um, and then you and then you continue on from there and I think that's the, the big thing that we need to focus on um, as for what flash it should focus on. I'm a bit partial to a, well, I guess I'm partial to both Barry Allen and Wally West. Um, you know, I find a, I find like a, a, a Justice League Unlimited or Justice League style Flash very fun. And I think that would probably be the most fun to control. Um, so maybe if you were to go that route, you get, um, what's his name? Michael Rosenbaum? Is that the name of the Dude who voiced the Flash, but whoever voiced the Flash in those cartoons, uh, in the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited cartoon, I think that would be perfect. You know, you get the little quips. I think that he has enough, that actor has enough range for that character 
to even take it into some more serious routes if you wanted to have it be a more direct um a more direct line from this you know hypothetical flash game to spider-man because spider-man had some like you know ups and downs for sure and i think that actor could really pull it off um for a if you did a, a barry allen um i think i don't even know that there's like a voice actor that i have in mind for a barry allen like i don't no offense to grant gustin um but i don't like his voice doesn't scream barry allen to me it's just a voice it's just a dude you know like i don't i have no attachment to his voice as the as that character and i know he's it's a live action performance so the voice is a lot less important than in a, in a cartoon or something but i don't really have any voice actor i think that you could also just go just go different with it like you don't even have to get like a, a seasoned voice actor you know get someone new and unknown so that way if you have these games they could just be the voice you know you don't have to pay the big bucks for x y or z famous person because then they have that star value attached to them get someone new who can fit that role who you think can be the barry allen of your video game universe um also if you have barry allen be the 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 flash of this video game the opening video or the opening of the game has to start with my name is barry allen the fastest man alive it has to you can't do a flash game without doing that that's that's i just can't let it happen all right and finally our last question of this week is from brian who asks thoughts on early access games are you generally generally chill about paying for incomplete games or are you not a fan Personally, I've wanted to try out Temtem because multiplayer monster battling systems seems fun to me, uh, but I re- but I haven't bought it because they have put it on record that they will delete your progress once the game leaves early access, and that's something I definitely don't want to experience. Um, yeah, I think it just depends, right? Like, I, I bought RimWorld as an early access game. Like, I still have some old, old, old um, files on a hard drive somewhere of, like, really early versions of RimWorld on Mac, and um, that game, I was fine with each new save, not necessarily working with the previous save, because, you know, it's it's an instanced game, right? Like, you're always restarting, you're always starting a new, uh, on a new planet on with a new base, and building new stuff, and having new characters that you're controlling, and stuff like that, and for a game like that, I think that's fine. For a more story-based game, or even a more progression-based game, yeah, I'm, I haven't been playing a lot of Temtem kind of with that in the back of my mind of like, well, if I get to attach to these, you know, these monsters, or I get to attach to the story, well, I'm, I'm not someone who likes to replay that stuff. Like, um, I'm, I do the tackling all of Pokemon stuff, and the reason why I decided to do it, there's two reasons why I decided to do the randomizer. The first is, I would assume that a lot of people have seen these games done, you know, standard, the standard way to play these games forever, basically since they've been released and since the internet has been a thing, you can go find someone playing through, you know, Pokemon Red, Blue, or Yellow. You can find someone playing through Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow, and you can find them playing it normally. And that's, that means that I'm just another, another fish in a big pond and by randomizing, I can at least make that pawn smaller because I know that people randomize a lot, um, but it, it's it's at least a smaller pool of content than just straight up. Hey, we're just playing Pokemon. Um, the other thing too is that 
it is so boring to go through some of those games over and over again, you know, especially later on when the tutorials are just so long. Like I'm I'm replaying Ultra Moon right now and I I hate it, <laughs> you know, like that whole first island being tutorial island sucks so bad. It is probably my least favorite part of any Pokemon game. After that, it opens up a little bit more. It's fine, but just everything feels so slow on that island and it takes too long to get through it um, on any type of playthrough. Like I'm doing a more casual Nuzlocke run for myself, but you know, that's it's a pain. It sucks so bad. <laughs> to have to do that again and um like if temtem follows it falls into that same path then yeah i would not want to play any more of temtem before it's been finalized to a point where i don't have to worry about my save getting deleted because i don't want to have to play through tutorials again i just don't and i hope that maybe there's something there where they will say like hey we see that you played the game before here are some tutorials for the stuff you may have missed or whatever or just flat out say hey have you played a pokemon game before all right, cool. We're only going to give you the Temtem unique uh, tutorial stuff or something. But yeah, if it's a story game, I don't see what the point is in even having it be early access. Um, to be honest, like I don't mind that it's early access. But for me as a person who's going to be buying this game, I don't see a point in me getting the game early access. Um, so it really it really, really just depends. Honestly, I'm, I'm generally fine with the idea of early access games. Um, but I think the games that I'm more inclined to early access support, um, are games where I, if my save is deleted tomorrow, it would be no different than me starting a new game normally, you know? So like I said, with RimWorld, I'm, every time I load up the game, I am almost never starting over from the game I, I finished up last time, similar to like a civilization, like I talked about earlier or, a um, Stellaris or whatever. I'm almost never going to be replaying that old save file i'm just gonna be starting new unless something really cool happened and i'm starting over the next day or something which hardly ever happens so i don't know long answer to say eh early access games are all right whatever all right and that's it thank you so much for listening as always you can email in to the radio iagp at fanmail at implausiblyaverage.live or you can go to bit.ly slash radio iagp capital r capital iagp and send in your questions that way. Uh, you can follow the you can follow Implausibly Average on Twitter at Implausibly A on Twitter. And that's it. That's all I got. Eventually, I will figure out how to end the podcast, but today's not that day. So I will see y'all later. Thanks again for listening. Bye.